The Property Pod. 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 Welcome to The Property Pod with MoneyWeb. The property sector is an ever-changing sector. And in this podcast series, your host, Suren Naidu, chats to movers and shakers in the property industry. Hi there and welcome to the latest episode of The Property Pod, South Africa's premier property investor podcast. My name is Suren Naidu and on this podcast show, we gain insider insights from leading executives, analysts, developers and entrepreneurs in South Africa's expansive property industry. Baldwin Properties recently brought out its full year results for the year to the end of March 2023 and the group's doing well despite spiking interest rates, lower apartment sales and even load shedding to deal with. We are not talking results in this interview, rather trends in the residential property sector. Welcome to the Property Pod, Steve. Yeah, absolute pleasure, Seren. Thanks for having me. The group is more profitable, but what are your expectations for the year ahead, 2024 that is, as things are expected to get worse both on a higher interest rates side in addition to economic growth and other issues in South Africa linked to the whole power crisis? Yeah, look, now's the time, Seren, to be proud East African, to stand firm and really put our shoulders to the wheel. You know, it's going to be a tough year. There's no doubt about it. Interest rates, in my humble opinion, are going to go up again. And then let's hope that by the end of the year, we start seeing them either flattening or, heaven forbid, dropping, which would be a fantastic result. You know, we need to, South Africa needs good government needs to really get its act together, in, especially in Gauteng with the infrastructure. There's a lot of hard work to be done by our politicians. And, you know, this country, it's going to be a tough year this year. Talking trends, uh, you mentioned Gauteng there. This is the second year in a row that the group has mentioned semigration in its results, with particular reference to the Western Cape. How big is this trend? I see 52% of your sales are now outside Gauteng. Yeah, you've got to be careful, you know. Um, you know, semigration is a very fancy word, but, you know, there's only so many people that can afford to move and only so many jobs that are in, in the Western Cape. So, you know, we're not going to bet the farm on the Western Cape, but we are doing very well down there. We've got five projects running, which, you know, a few years ago we started with one and we've grown into a great business down there. KwaZulu-Natal we really believe in. Um, we're looking at some more ventures in KwaZulu-Natal. And then obviously the powerhouse, which is Gauteng, you know, Gauteng really needs a good mayor. We need to really, the mayor needs to get his shoulder to the wheel, stop worrying about going to all the fancy functions and get down to getting the infrastructure under control. You know, if we could get the infrastructure that Waterfall have got in the whole city of Gauteng, I'd be a very happy man. Well, it's very interesting you mentioned the context there because my next question was going to be, you know, Gauteng is clearly uh, still a major market for Baldwin. And as you mentioned, some of your biggest projects from Muniaka in Waterfall, the Blyde in Pretoria and Moikloof Megacity, clearly the, the more people are still coming to Gauteng as opposed to leaving Gauteng and you are leveraging off that. Yeah, we are. And, you know, those three mega projects need mega infrastructure. Luckily, at Waterfall, we're linked in, in at Munyaka, we're linked into Waterfall. But then we're also linked into the aging ESCOM grid. So that didn't help us last <laughs> week. You know, it really was, a, it was beyond our control. And people really, 
I think, lost their minds a little bit. Um, the Blyde, the same thing. We, we're putting the infrastructure in the Blyde, but then we're linked into ESCOM. So at the moment, the ESCOM aging infrastructure is giving us a headache. And then talking about Moiklov, how are things going there? I, I know you have had some delays and have previously expressed frustration about town planning and other problems that is uh, holding a faster rollout, as it were. We're going full steam at Moiklov, a smart city. The first people are going to be moving in in October. We've gone ahead with infrastructure ourselves. We're still waiting patiently for government's contribution, but we're going ahead on our own. And we're doing a fantastic convenient shopping center with the Dorp Street guys. It's about a 20,000 square meter center in the middle of Moikloof Smart City. And we're moving people in in October. So we're going for it. So it's gone. It's Moikloof Smart City, no longer Moikloof Mega City. Yeah, we changed that to Smart City to really remind ourselves of all the, the good infrastructure that we're putting in. I have to ask this, uh, Steve, uh, you made a chirp during the Moikloff launch when President Ramaphosa was there about, uh, you know, also getting some more opportunities in the Western Cape around some land owned by uh, Danelle. Are you still looking at that land for further growth in the Western Cape? Yeah, Seren, I'm, I'm trying to convince the the Cape Town guys to let part of Flay be developed. Um, we've tried very hard over the years and I'm still continuing trying because part of Flay, which is next to Denal, are some exceptional properties. On Munyaka, Baldwin launched the lagoon during the period. How is sales going there? And I know you mentioned the ESCOM issues, uh, which saw Baldwin recently getting an interdict against protesting residents. But are you concerned about further potential protests? Because a lot of it is out of your hands. You're not in charge of the power side of things, as it were. Yeah, look, we've, we've got solar on the roofs at Munyaka, But as you know, solar can only work during the day, which most of the people aren't there during the day. So we are looking at a generator um, facility for Monyaka and for all our other projects. We're busy reviewing all the costing, but ultimately that will cost the clients some money. Sticking to Manyaka, um, at the launch, we chatted briefly about um, you, you looking at a hotel component there. Do you want to add a little bit of context around that to address somewhat, um, you know, the whole short-term stay decision? We are doing a 220-key Radisson Red Hotel. We are busy contracting the deal at the moment, and we won't be owning it. We've got an investor that has bought it, and we will be constructing a 220 Radisson Red Hotel, which is spectacular. It's very similar to the one that was constructed in um, Rosebank. Just obviously, we've got more balconies and things, but the, the essence of the development is very similar to the one in Rosebank. Before we go on to what big projects we can expect next, just talk to us about fiber. Obviously, there's a lot of innovation coming from the group from a green building perspective, but I thought the fiber aspect is quite a significant contributor to group profits now. Can you give us some highlights on that? Yeah, Bourne Fiber is doing outstanding. You know, we've really got good service to our clients, which was the main reason it was, it was set up. And that's a nice contributor to our bottom line. And very soon we're going to hit the 10,000th client and we'll have a nice big celebration when we do hit that milestone. Before we go, uh, Steve, uh, what big projects are in the works? Uh, where can we expect further Crystal Lagoons? I've asked this question before, but um, <laughs> you talked, um, you mentioned several possible sites. 
Yeah, we've got um, obviously our existing projects that will roll out. We've got some exciting stuff in Taba in the south of Joburg where we're hoping to put a lagoon. And then we are exploring a very, very good site in Nelspreit. That will be your first uh, project in Nelspreit or have you had projects there Correct. before? No, we've never done anything in Nelspreit. Okay, so expansion beyond the big provinces as it were. Yeah, we promised we promise that a pre-listing. So let's see if we can deliver. Steve, thank you so much for your time. That was Steve Brooks, the founder and CEO of JSC Listed Baldwin Properties. Thanks for listening to the MoneyWeb Property Pod with Suren Naidu. To listen to more episodes, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. Follow Suren on Twitter at Suren Naidu for more of his property industry content and other business stories. <laughs>